I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Warrior U Podcast with your hosts, Bram Conley, Reese Duar, and Coach Louise Benoit. These podcasts seek to provide you with ongoing motivation towards your goals. We will explore topics around nutrition, physical preparation, and motivation, as well as discussing what to expect from life in the military. For more information on today's podcast, be sure to visit the show notes, and don't forget the Mentors for Military podcast, too. Drop in and have a listen. a little bit 
bit more. So give the information on new things that are coming through, but things that are evidence-based and kind of getting rid of the fads and, you know, but doing it in a fun way that people want to follow, but not trying to sell you anything and being true to who I am. I think that's what people picked up on, that I'm just trying to be true to who I am and show that through photos, really, and a little bit of words and things like that, but it kind of, I feel more connected with it than I had before, and I, it's great to see the, the positive feedback from it as well, so First of all, they've got the motivation, but then they'll build the habits to, to reach their goals through accountability mm. to someone else. So, yeah, I think that's a great thing, Ashley. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's really important. You have to have, well, you don't have to, but if you don't have goals, you don't have direction. And, but the goals need to be very, the dietitian, we will focus on goals rather than, you know, change small, small, measurable goals yeah. over time lead to long term success. And yeah. that's another thing. That's how dietitians again because fads will try to change everything all at once very dramatically. And yes, to do it initially, but if you can't maintain that lifestyle, you know what's the point either for your results, but also for your health. Yeah. You need to have something that feels feels right and comfortable with who you are. And I think that's something that is what you're doing, kind of helping people. You know, find those goals, but do it in a way that's actually reasonable and achievable long term. So that's really important, I think. Yeah, I agree. Just things like, um, you know, cutting out that one sugar per cup of coffee a day. You know, what does that equal over two, three, ten years? You know, it's a huge amount of um, energy that you weren't consuming that wasn't being, um, you know, turned to fat. I guess is probably the simplest. Yeah. No. Absolutely. I'm going to ask you all the questions that I know that people want to ask dietitians, but um, but don't. Um, so first of all, you know, and I, and I know that you're um, from what you say from your background and from following your Insta, uh, espouse any of the radical sort of stuff that's going on at the moment. You're all about things in balance and understanding nutrition better. Um, yeah. So what is, a, what is a balanced diet? Well, a balanced diet is one that meets the major food groups. So we as, as the individual should be following, as a population, the Australian Guide to Healthy Eating. So we're talking grains and cereals, so not the refined sugar, but actually things like whole grains, so um, brown bread, so multi-whole meal bread that we ate, the multi-grain that has the whole seeds. Pasta, rice, couscous, quinoa, they all kind of meet those whole grains, but also in the protein, lean protein sources. So that can be meat like chicken, red meat. We aim for fish at least two to three times a week, and a serving being 100 grams. Also, right. things like eggs, so two eggs is a serving of meat. Right. But you also need like dairy, so, or alternatives, so people that don't have milk or cheese can have things like lactose-free milk or soy too as well, but you do need that dairy alone. 
Yeah. Um, so talking fruit and vegetables, and the discretionary, which is like people like what's discretionary? It's just sometimes food. That they're the chocolate, the sweet. They're sometimes, and you want about two times a week maximum of only a small amount. So six hundred kilojoules if you talk an Australian version of energy, and you can check in the back of the pack what that actually equates to. It's not much, but it's still important to enjoy those sometimes foods, and that's, again, a difficult fat diet. We don't want to cut out anything. We want to be able to enjoy food, but just to be able to moderate some of the foods. And alcohol also kind of lives in that sometimes food. And so, yeah, so it's important just to, to know that you're allowed to enjoy the foods around you, but some foods are, I guess, less so than a staple part of your diet where you want the grains and cereals, meat, fruit and vegetables and the dairy. They're more of the staples part of your diet. So it's as my, as my sons would say, it's making A choices, not making B choices. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah. But not... I think there's a big thing about hating on certain food groups. So right. the the key food to cut out the healthy living, and that's, that's irrational really because we want to be able to enjoy the food that we're surrounded with because it's so much more than just eating. We should be able to celebrate food for what it can give us socially as well. We should be able to interact with others when we eat. and. Right not be so limited in what we're eating that it starts to change our our happiness and our lifestyle so much that yeah, it takes away from that. So being a dietitian, that's something that I try to tell a lot of my clients, well, help them to understand that it's about learning to be smarter in your choices. So saying right. dairy, instead mm. of having full fat milk, yogurt, if you want to be able to moderate and have a healthy weight, try the low or the no fat options, which you still enjoy the taste, but have less energy. Right. Um, when it comes to meat, mm. cut out the, the fat, the excess fat around the, you know, the red meat and the chicken, which is a saturated fat, which isn't fantastic at all for your heart health or your cholesterol. So just learning to adapt how and what you choose to eat from what you enjoy eating so you're still able to enjoy that food but in a healthier way yeah okay so yeah. I, I I do a lot of um, a lot of a lot of testing I guess on myself I'm a little bit mm. Tim Ferriss-ish in that regard and last year I um, I did four months of the paleo diet which mm-hmm. and and you know, I promised I wouldn't ambush you on <laughs> on here, and so I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll, I won't. But um, they see the they see the food pyramid in a different way, don't they? They see it up almost upside down. Um, and what I, what I want to ask you about that because I had some great results on it, and I think that might be in part, uh, you know, maybe it's a blood group thing, or maybe it's the sort of person I am, or the fitness that I do. Um, I couldn't sustain it. Like I was miserable. I won't lie to you. I was absolutely miserable on it. But um, yeah. but I did, but I did enjoy the huge amounts of <laughs> of of meat um, and eggs. Like I was eating up yeah. to I was eating up to maybe eight to twelve eggs a day. I was eating 
you know, steak for breakfast, um, you know, and then there was things like all the sautéed kale and spinach and all that good stuff as well. But um, and no breads, no pasta, no rice, no potato. I still don't eat potato now, actually, as a result, because what I what I discovered during that during that period of eating only paleo was that um, I was sleeping better, and then as soon as I introduced potatoes again in an evening meal, um, I, I realised that I w- wouldn't sleep at night. So. I used to blame it on the huge amount of roast lamb I was eating and not the roast potatoes that was with it. But anyway, so I guess my question is, you know, is a balanced diet different for someone than it is for someone else? Or is it just to maintain it for the Australian standards as per the Australian standards? Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Yes and no. Everyone is slightly different. And the thing about nutrition is that it's constantly changing and the science is continually being improved. So... As a dietitian, my, I guess, my method of promoting is really from what is the strongest form of scientific evidence at this time. Right. So if people just say, do this because, you know, I said so, because it works for me, that in itself is not scientifically valid in a way. For example, I don't like to hate on specific people, but with... um, the lovely Pete Evans, <laughs> he's done, in a way, what frustrates me as a dietitian is that he's come into another profession. He's a great cook, and I'm not, I would never say that I'm going to be the best chef ever because I'm a dietitian. It's kind of sticking with what I know, but right. his influence and own the social media sphere has given him power to say, don't eat dairy and don't eat grain and yeah, right. Those two yeah. groups, we are already, as dietitians, struggling to get the Australian population to have enough dairy right. so that they don't get osteoporosis. Right, yeah. There is nothing wrong with dairy, and it's a very nutritional food. If you can't have dairy, say you're lactose intolerant, yeah. there are certain foods and ways to get those sources. Yeah. But if there is, but if you, as an individual, this is where you kind of coming back to your question, if you're not lactose intolerant, if you normally enjoyed milk and suddenly you're like, oh, it leaches the calcium from my bone, which is scientifically invalid and it's not supported by anything that's actually strong evidence, then it can cause people harm. Right, got it, yeah, of course. That's where I have an issue. Yeah. Because you're right, everyone is different. Yeah. And maybe we do cut certain foods or certain food types yeah. with individuals that are dealing with different chronic diseases or, you know, certain stages of their life. Yeah. We do need to adjust it. More about, about what you're eating and, and, and have that in, almost an interaction with food rather than just going blindly on the advice of, you know, someone like Pete Evans who... Yeah, I'm, I like what you said about not hating on people. I think he has some valid points, but um, yeah, absolutely. but at the same time, you know, I, I eat I eat full fat everything, um, and it might not be it might not be good for someone else. Yeah. Full fat. The the research is coming out that say full fat dairy, that is kind of that the evidence that as I was saying with the evidence adapting, yeah, that has been starting to show that when it comes to health and cholesterol, 
that doesn't have the same detrimental effect on your heart health as, say, full fat or keeping the fat on your red and chicken and things, red meat and chicken. That is still harmful. Really? But because the, but I completely, um, and it's great to see that certain foods, like people who, let's say you, you won't have dairy unless it's full fat milk, have your full fat milk. Yeah. But still cut the fat off the meat. Really? It's not all saturated fat is the same. Okay. It's, yeah, so it's very different depending on the type of where that saturated fat comes from yeah and so, people people forget yeah. that um because another another little experiment i did was a nutrition camp last year where um where i was losing about a percent of body fat a week um mm. through the foods that i was eating and it was it was a balanced diet it wasn't paleo and one of the things that the dietitian told me while we were going through this process was how you store a lot of um uh, diseases, uh, you know, bad, bad toxins in in your body fat, um, and that's where that's where a lot of those um, those things are stored. And then and then when we look at a huge slab of steak with a fat on it, you know, on the outside of it, if you're eating that, you're eating wherever all those toxins were stored. Is that is that even is that true, or is that close enough to the mark? Or um, I have to slightly disagree. Okay. quickly um so you mentioned before about kilojoules and that that is a unit of energy why does australia use kilojoules and not calories is there a reason not calories 
an American form of energy. So one calorie is 4.1, say, 82 right. kilojoules. Okay. So it, it's just a unit of measurement. Okay. Some packaging, you have calories, yeah. but in Australia, pretty sure they need to have anything that's actually made here or is, you know, you don't get from a specialty store. They need to have kilojoules on there as well. Yeah. So... Yeah, kilojoules is the Australian version of a calorie, really, but it, you just need to... So let's say you want to go from calories to kilojoules, you need to times it, multiply. Yeah. But if you want to go from kilojoules to calories, you divide. Okay. So, so we, we, we... Yeah. Sorry, Ashley. We, we thought about using um, the Warrior U site, um, which by, by the time people are listening to this, it's up and running. We thought mm. about giving dietary advice to people um, looking to join the Defence Force. And what we've found is exactly what you've been saying today is that it's so specific to an individual that we couldn't give general dietary advice and then say it's tailored to the individual. It was going to be too expensive. And that's why that's why I'd like to have people like you on the, on the Coffee and Combat podcast to then be able to say, hey, if you want to talk more about nutrition you know, go and see, go and talk to, send Ashley a, an email or whatever. But um, yeah. one, of the, one of the things that we, we do like to push is um, my fitness power just to track and what going back to what you were saying before about accountability to at least, mm-hmm. to, to at least account for what you're putting in your, you know, what I call, what I say to my kids is their food hole. You know, so yeah, they open, yeah, no, they're, they're open their mouth, they're putting things in it, but but are you thinking about it? Because a lot of people don't think about what they're putting in their mouth, and I think that that accountability is one thing. Um, and then you know, being able to track the kilojoules is a really important part of of having a healthy lifestyle and having a you know a, a um, balanced diet. Now I know. You, you like people to make good food choices. Do you see my fitness pal as something that you would um, explain to people, or is there is there a better thing? Is there a better way to do it, or is it visualization, taking photos? What do you think? Um, that's a really good. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And there is evidence that being able to track what you've been eating and being aware, increasing your awareness is something that improves your ability to choose better foods that suit the needs for your health. Right. So sometimes you think, or if you don't think, you end up overeating and overindulging because you're not aware. Maybe you're eating because of boredom. But suddenly if you have to write this down or take photos or track saying your fitness power my fitness power which is just a food journal isn't it really sorry it's just a food journal isn't it my fitness power really yeah pretty yeah. much it's a it's a electronic version of food journal and right. there's no the great thing about it is that it's free and that's 
that's really what you want. You want something, not necessarily that's free, but something that you can, you know, quick and easily use and you don't have, it shouldn't cause stress. Yeah. That's something you want. You want to kind of um, minimize the, I guess, the changing the ways that you act normally to record. Yeah. But once you're recording, if you're aware of what honestly being eaten right. and drunk, then you can see even just by understanding and seeing what you're eating and drinking, yeah. that in itself is a great way to formulate change. So, yeah. And it's been proven in multiple studies. And it doesn't matter how you do it, and it's the same thing for exercise. It's, uh, you know, what am I actually doing? Oh, my gosh, I just actually moved from my chair all day. Oh, I did, you know, walk this far. Mm. If you track it, and it also gives you somewhere to go. So we're talking about goals before. Mm. You can say, okay, maybe I won't choose, you know, the burger. I'll walk, you know, a meter more down the road and get the whole meal sandwich with the avocado that still has that form of fat, but it's something that's a bit healthier for my heart health and will make me feel good on the inside as well. So I guess it's about, yeah, awareness, and then that awareness can be the start of great forms of change. And if you don't have the knowledge to see how to make those changes and what you actually need to change, that's when being a dietitian can really help to tailor you based on your individual needs. Yeah. But yeah, it should never be too, too complicated, I don't think. Yeah, it was super complicated and we we didn't want to give people the wrong advice. So we thought rather than do that, we would have, we would do a general podcast with people with your sort of experience. Um, and one of the things I noticed with my fitness power was uh, I thought I was eating a pretty good diet. And then when I started tracking it, I realized I wasn't eating enough uh, protein yeah. Specifically for what I was for the training that I was doing for the heavy load that I was that I was doing. Um, being a, a CrossFit um, athlete as well, yeah. I, I sort of I was wondering why I wasn't getting the um, the gains, the performance gains mm-hmm. that some people were getting, and it turned out that my protein was about um, yeah, well, it wasn't a, it wasn't a large enough share of the pie so to speak per day um so that leads me to the question about eating you know purely for performance mm-hmm. which i guess is yeah it's a stupid question really can you eat for performance because obviously you're eating to live because you're turning food into energy but is there a, is there a specific way to eat to gain better performance do you think when you're doing a, a, a sort of a hard physical training program or is it just yeah you actually absolutely can and yeah, it all depends on your goal so it depends on your sport so there's different performance and nutritional requirements it's why I say at the AIS there's a whole dietetics department that tailors individual dietary needs the athlete becomes it's not I guess a balanced way of living but you can eat to be a specific physique it's right. why yes athletes do train extensively hard but if you don't say you need to be in energy you need to be actually eating slightly higher than your calorie needs to have the energy build muscle right yeah so there's points in your training where you need to be eating certain amounts of protein Mm. to get that muscle gain so say in a muscle in a after a training workout the studies have been 20 between 20 to 30 grams is the 
maximum amount really when, that you get results from. Really? Eat, yeah, if That's you eat above that, it turns to fat. Right, so so, you, yeah. so, a, so a protein shake, you know, 15 minutes, uh, a good protein shake, which we'll get onto in a minute, um, after, after a hard workout, so it could be things like deadlift, squats, whatever, that contains 25 to 30 grams of protein. Any more than that's probably probably a waste in those initial... In that, yeah, okay. absolutely. Right? The body is not yeah. a, um, an excess protein metabolizer. Right. Where we can only use a certain amount and then it becomes, you know, it, it literally, it stores us fat. And that, yeah. or if you do need, after a workout, you do need the glycogen, as in you need carbohydrate, yeah. to refuel and replenish your muscles. Right. If you're not getting that from glucose, yep. your body can t- take protein as an energy source for your muscles. It's not as easy for your body to use protein right. as an energy source. You need to train for that, not, right? Yeah. If you yeah. if you if you use it, it's yeah. A lot of the ketogenic diet kind of uses that kind of yeah. phasing, but it's not effective for optimal results for no. your muscles. No. And so if you after a workout, say have a bowl of cereal with milk, mm. that is the perfect recovery fuel. You don't need to spend excess money on protein shakes because yeah. you also need that carbohydrate intake as well to right. fuel your yeah. muscles. Yeah, I've heard that before. I mean, I know some people that um, swear by a chocolate milk, um, which is a fair call. Mm. Uh, I I tend to I tend to buy probably the best quality protein supplement that I can get um, with the least with the least amount of garbage in it that has yeah. been recommended to me by a um, dietitian actually but um, you know with regards to protein do you think I mean what should people look for in a protein supplement or should they not be taking protein supplements do you think just better off having like you well, said like milk and Supplements are, are a little bit of a 
they're a waste of money is well, I don't want to say that but it seems to me that if you have a really good diet and you're watching what you eat to then supplement with branch chain amino acids is probably not, yeah. not as effective as it needs to be yeah no no well yeah it's problem with um protein supplements like you said they're they're full of other things as well that potentially you don't want to be putting in your body right. sometimes so <laughs> it's easy yes. like, you know where you know where generally where and what is made from a slice of bread i'm laughing because one of my one of my one of my better friends yeah. one of my better friends is a uh is a dietitian and she laughs at me because i take a branch chain amino acid every day and you know, I take a pre-workout and I and then I take the, you know, the protein supplement and she just shakes her head at me and says, well, you, you know, you probably don't need all that stuff. And I think, and I know she's right. It's a, it's a mental crutch, I think, in some regards. So, yeah, okay. And you, know, and you have to be told by someone else who's an expert, not the expert you're friends with. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true, though. It's like if your mum tells you something yeah, right. and then you, know, you get someone else. But there are, there are like, say, that you're probably talking about leucine, which is, a branch chain amino acid has been shown to switch on muscle synthesis, but you can't get that hmm. that amino acid yeah. from whole food. Right. So it's not like there is benefit to that branch chain amino acid, hmm. but it's not specific to that supplement. They've just kind of taken it out. Some it's yeah, like you said, it's if you eat the whole food, you're getting that if you, anyway. Yeah. So it's just, yeah. I guess save your money and buy a nice pair of shorts. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Um, well, hopefully this isn't as much of a contentious fad. It is um, So the last couple of years, uh, I've been playing with some of the superfoods. Mm-hmm. And in particular, uh, lemon, lemon juice and turmeric. Um, as a tonic shot, so I might have that a couple. I might have that when I'm feeling low, or I might have that when I'm. I might have it a couple of times a week. Uh, what I generally do is juice a, a bag of lemons and keep it in the fridge um, in a bottle. In a bottle, and then I'll because I don't have fresh turmeric, I'll just um, put the lemon juice in a shaker, and then I'll put a teaspoon of turmeric in there, shake it up, um, and then slam it down. And it's um, it's emotional. And so I know it must be good for me because it's disgusting. But um, there's absolutely, I don't have any science to back that up other than a friend of mine who's a brilliant athlete said, oh, this is awesome. You've got to try it. So what, what's the go there? Am I doing something silly or is it something that's, um, you know, is it something that fights cancer? Is it, is it what it's touted to be? What's your opinion, Ashley? Well, turmeric and lemon are both potentially the, the research for turmeric is is still not sufficient to promote it as something that you should take if you're really not enjoying it. Yeah. So it's, it's potentially there is some anti-inflammatory, lots of great things that have been talked about, and I've written an article about it in my blog, that yes, there are certain foods, there are a lot of benefits that have been hailed by this product, but... At the end of the day, at the moment, if you're not, if you feel like, yeah, like you said, it's very emotional, yeah. then having, like I said, a balanced diet is best. Like if you water, if you drink your six to eight glasses of water a day, that's helping to keep your kidneys and flushing your body out of toxins already. So 
a detox is such our body can't detox. Our body has organs that help us remove toxins, but generally if you hit it down with something and expect it to cleanse everything like a like a car, when we're slightly like a car, but we're not the same. We can't just you know, wipe it clean just from one one drink. Lemon is fantastic fruit because it has things like vitamin C. Um, so it's it, it's a great thing to include. It's not toxic. Same with turmeric. It's not toxic. But if you're not having it in a way that you enjoy as part of a balanced diet, there's no benefit of including it without, I guess, finding a way that you can include it with a little bit more, I guess, enjoyment. So maybe adding it to something in your food or with the lemon, having it as part of a... You know, seasoning on your salad with a bit of, you know, let's say lemon and vinegar, just a little bit of vinegar, or things like that. So you kind of there are there's no harm to these foods, but there's no single food. You say single fruit. So let's say you're an apple person. You have just apples. Yes, it's great you have apples, but not apples only can give you all the antioxidants, phytochemical, phytonutrients um, that you need. Yeah. to be healthy long term you need a spread of all different fruits and vegetables and why you know we say eat the rainbow so if you can have a variety balanced way of eating you're not only decreasing your boredom but you're also meeting and having those foods that have, can give you the nutrients say that others can't so the red food group can give you more and things certain things that say the greens can't it's the same for, you know, turmeric and lemon. It's like saying, you know, I'm on the, you know, capsicum diet. If I have a capsicum drink every day or one couple of times a week, is it going to fix me? Well, no. You need to, what you do every day, moderately, over seven days a week, that creates your health, not just one time. It's why, you know, we don't explode at Christmas because yeah. that's one meal. Yeah, right. But lifestyle yeah it's the same thing with shops and things like that you can't just automatically fix anything that's wrong with you just by one shot yeah yeah does that okay. answer your question yeah it does and um i guess i guess leading into that or or, or explaining my reasons for that is um i have a, a friend of mine who's in the uk at the moment she's a um she's doing a phd in dietetics she's at uh one of the major hospitals there as the head of their um, nutrition right. program for ICU patients and when I um, told her about someone who I knew that had cancer and how, how I had said oh I think you know I'd probably fight that with nutrition thinking that she would agree with me and she thought I was a bloody idiot and said you know medical you know medical medical advances in fighting cancer have gone so far and you need need to have the chemo but you should also have a holistic approach to fighting it with nutrition as well you can't just say just do nutrition and and i guess that sort of opened my eyes up to um you know there's there's things out there that are superfoods but really they're just foods that are really really good for you and you should be eating them as part of a balanced diet and then if you get something as you know as traumatic as it would be to have cancer then you need to you know, you need to also take the, the medical, you know, approach as well, not just diet and thinking yeah. that you're going to solve yourself with turmeric juice. Um, 
yeah anyway it was good it was good to hear that and it was a it was a bit of an eye-opener for me i thought food would solve everything and i guess i guess it can if if it can help you not get it in the first place that's the other thing that's the other thing Mm. you know you've been great and we've talked we've covered a lot of stuff that i wanted to talk about with with a lot of the people who are on the warrior you program they're probably really confused about food choices and and eating to be um, healthy and then they're doing our physical training program as well as learning about the defense force through the podcasts and the like but um, I think what you said makes a lot of sense especially with you know watch what you're eating be accountable have a balanced diet don't have a good relationship with food and and don't hate on any particular food. Yeah. Um, I think that's pretty much the theme that, that you're that you're trying to get across. Is that right, Ashley, in that regard? Yeah, no, that's absolutely true. And when someone says, you know, one food or one way of eating or cutting out all the foods, cutting out sugar, I quit sugar, I quit something, yes, it, you know, it's easy to say, for example, if you want to lose weight, you can lose weight on anything. You just have to eat less. So you can lose weight on the least diet. Right. And, and potentially that can not only cause you misery but also yeah. give you health problems if you keep following it or yo-yo dieting can destroy your metabolism oh wow so it's about like knowledge to know where to ignore some of the food messages that are out there because everyone who thinks to eat things and that's where a lot of people are and I can click, all I can say is please see an accredited practicing dietitian who will look after your health and your individual not just, you know, fixing one solution quickly and then having you rebound or feeling horrible. So, okay. yeah, balanced approach is always the best for long-term health and happiness. Enjoy our life. We feel like we're constantly, you know, oh, here's another day. got to get through it without, you know, Collapsing. Yeah, yeah, got it. We're going to advertise your um, business um, just inadvertently on our on our website, um, yours and, and and some others as well. And I'd love people to reach out to you if they have questions and to seek your counsel. You know, if they if they need to have that proper dietary advice to reach their goals, then you know that. And that, that come, you've got to pay for that. You've got to go and see someone like you and have a proper consultation or do or however you do it online, so that yeah, yeah so that people can you know because you, you know you, you pay peanuts you're going to get monkeys, but if you pay someone like yourself, you know who knows what they're what they're on about, then you're going to get the right messages. You're going to get the 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 right um, action plans to be able to then move forward and 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 hopefully be successful on the journey that they've all signed up on this program for. Um, yeah. Yeah, okay. Hey, I want to thank you very much for your time. Ashley, I know you're super busy. Um, I see, I get up in the morning and the first thing I generally do is check Instagram and you're always there either at the gym or making good food choices before anyone else is up, um, which makes me laugh most days. But um, which obviously, oh, yeah, obviously shows you know, just how prolific you're becoming. And I'm, I wish you and your business all the best um, of success into the future. And I hope that um, I hope that you get some interest out of this 
uh, get sent your way and people seek out professionals rather than talk to their mate in the gym about what to eat like I was doing for the best part of 20 years. So, yeah. Thanks, Ashley. Thank you very much for having me and I really appreciate the fact that you've brought the dietitian over someone else that, you know, selling a fad diet because that's what I really, that's, that's my ultimate goal is to help people be successful long-term to achieve the health that they deserve long-term because everyone deserves to be healthy and live their best. And ultimately, that's what I, I can help you, know, you and you know, hopefully people that listen to this, even if they don't seek me, to seek in a dietitian that can help them be successful because everyone deserves health and everyone deserves to get the results that they desire but also be able to maintain the culture in a healthy way and you know, maintain quality of life. So thanks for having me. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.